First Day Frenzy Store Owner Chronicles. Howdy folks, Mike Hernandez here. Welcome to another episode of Arrive from Sea Store Center. In this episode, I decided to change things up. As someone who grew up reading, I have always enjoyed stories. I decided to share a story with you. I have been sharing stories every Sunday in my private Facebook group for owners and on LinkedIn for district managers. I don't know if you have ever noticed, but nothing of any kind caters to our industry or the people in it. I would like to start changing that. Sometimes we can learn just as much from a story. I also want to remember and credit a sales associate named Shauna Peterson, who worked for me when I ran a group of stores in the Bristol, Tennessee market. Shauna was a self-published author mainly working second shifts. I imagine she is still writing. I enjoyed visiting with her between customers and learning about her plight. I promised Shauna to do something to help employees from the industry like her. This story is a step in that direction. It is called First Day Frenzy Store Owner Chronicles, and it goes like this. Chapter 1, Dreams and Deli Counters. David Harper stood before the modest storefront with the new sign, Harper's Corner. It was a far cry from the sleek, high-rise office buildings he was used to, yet it sparked a feeling that no boardroom ever had, a sense of personal accomplishment. He let out a deep breath, his breath visible in the crisp morning air, and pushed open the door. Inside, the store was quiet. The only sounds were the gentle hum of refrigerators and the distant bustle of the city waking up. David walked past the neatly stacked shelves of canned goods, past the colorful array of snack aisles, and paused at the deli counter. This was his pride and joy, the heart of Harper's Corner. He had spent weeks perfecting the menu, insisting on fresh, local ingredients, a touch of gourmet in the world of convenience. He remembered the day he decided to make this dramatic shift. After a decade in marketing, David swiftly climbed the corporate ladder, each rung taking him further from what he truly wanted. In board meetings, while others spoke of market shares and ad campaigns, his mind wandered to this dream of his, a small business where he could connect with the community, make real decisions, and see their immediate impact. It wasn't just a sudden whim, but a yearning that had grown over years of feeling disconnected in a world of digital campaigns and fleeting trends. The turning point came during a family dinner, where his father, a retired small business owner, recounted tales of his days running a hardware store. The stories of everyday interactions with regular customers, the personal touch in every transaction, resonated with David. He longed for that tangible sense of community. The decision hadn't been easy. His colleagues were baffled, his friends skeptical. You're leaving a VP position to sell sandwiches and soda. They'd ask, half-joking. But for David, it was more than that. It was about creating a space that mattered, a place where he could blend his knack for business with his desire to be part of a community. The preparation for the opening day had been intense. He leased a spot in a bustling suburb with a good mix of families, students, and professionals. He envisioned Harper's Corner as more than a store. It would be a local hub, a place for a quick coffee, a last-minute dinner ingredient, or a late-night snack. David had immersed himself in every detail, from selecting the perfect blend of coffee to designing the store layout. The interior was inviting, with warm lighting and wooden shelves. He added a small seating area near the window, envisioning customers enjoying a coffee or sandwich and watching the world go by. Training his small team of employees had been a mix of excitement and anxiety. He hired a diverse group, some with retail experience, others new to the game. Mia, his assistant manager, was a godsend. With years of experience in convenience stores, she brought a wealth of knowledge and a calm, steady presence. 
As he stood there, lost in thought, the door chimed, signaling the arrival of his first employee of the day. It was Mia, her face breaking into a smile as she saw David. Morning, boss. Everything's looking great, she said, her eyes taking in the store. David smiled back. Morning, Mia. Thanks. I can't believe we're finally opening. You've done an amazing job with the place. People are going to love it, Mia assured him. He hoped she was right. The weight of expectation was heavy. He had invested his savings and his dreams into this venture. As they started the final preparations for opening, David felt a mix of nerves and excitement. They tested the cash registers, checked the stock, and set up the coffee machine, the aroma of fresh coffee filling the store. As the clock ticked closer to opening time, the rest of the staff trickled in, each greeted by David with gratitude and encouragement. Finally, it was time. David walked over to the door, his hand hovering over the sign that reclosed. With a deep breath, he flipped it to open. The door chimed again, this time welcoming the first customers. As people started to wander in, curious and expectant, David felt a surge of pride. This was it, the beginning of a new chapter. The challenges ahead were unknown, but for the first time in a long time, David Harper felt he was exactly where he was meant to be. The day was just starting, and Harper's Corner was now a part of it, a new little world ready to be discovered by the neighborhood. Chapter 2, Countdown to Opening the first day's business ended with a modest success, promising what could be. As David locked up for the night, his mind was already racing towards tomorrow, towards the grand opening that he had been planning for months. This wasn't just any day, it was the day Harper's Corner would officially introduce itself to the world. The store was a flurry of activity two weeks before the grand opening. The shelves were still half empty and the deli counter was a jumble of unpacked equipment. David had a detailed plan, but reality proved to be a stubborn adversary. Mia was a beacon of calm amidst the chaos. With a decade of experience in retail, she moved with a confident ease that David admired. He knew hiring her had been one of his best decisions. Together, they tackled the long to-do list, from training new staff to finalizing the product lineup. The staff, a small team of four, were enthusiastic and inexperienced. There was Jake, a college student with a knack for technology but new to customer service, Sarah, a friendly and chatty high school graduate, and Carlos, a quiet but efficient worker with a few years of retail under his belt. They were a good team, David thought, but they needed guidance and time, two things in short supply. The days leading up to the grand opening were David's crash course in retail. Each day presented a new challenge, a delayed shipment of snacks, a malfunctioning cash register, and a misunderstanding with a vendor. He found himself stretching in ways he hadn't anticipated, negotiating with suppliers one moment and fixing a leaking sink the next. Mia's expertise was invaluable. She helped set up the inventory system, trained the staff on customer service, and shared trade tricks, like the perfect way to organize shelves to catch customers' eyes. David was grateful for her insights, but couldn't shake off the feeling of being behind schedule. As they neared the grand opening, the pressure mounted. The local paper had picked up on the story of a former marketing executive turning local business owner, adding to the buzz and the expectations. David felt the eyes of the community on him, curious to see if he could translate his corporate success to the small business world. The night before the grand opening, the team stayed late, stocking shelves and adding finishing touches. The store had transformed from empty to a lively, inviting corner stores. The walls were painted warm, welcoming colors, and the lighting was soft and inviting. The deli counter, now fully set up, displayed an array of fresh sandwiches, salads, and pastries. As they worked, David shared his vision with the team. 
He spoke of creating a community space, a store that catered to the neighborhood's needs, where customers felt recognized and valued. The team listened, their faces reflecting a mix of excitement and nervousness. David could see his own feelings mirrored in theirs. Finally, they were done. The store was ready, as ready as it could be. They stood in a circle, hands joined, a small ritual meal suggested to foster teen spirit. We've worked hard, David began, looking at each face. Tomorrow, we open our doors to sell goods and build something special here. Thank you, each of you, for being part of this journey. They broke the circle with a cheer, a mix of relief and anticipation hanging in the air. That night, David lay in bed, the events of the past weeks replaying in his mind. The leap from corporate to retail had been more daunting than he'd ever admit. There were moments he doubted himself, questioned if he'd made a monumental mistake. But as he thought of the team, Mia's steady support, and the transformed store, he felt a sense of pride. He was doing this, really doing it. The morning of the grand opening dawned bright and clear. David arrived early, the first rays of the sun casting a golden glow over Harper's Corner. He stood outside, looking at the store representing his dreams and hard work. Today, the store would open its doors to the public for the first time. Today, he would see if his vision for a community-centric store could become a reality. Today, he would begin to learn what it truly meant to be a small business owner. David turned the key in the lock, the click echoing in the quiet street. The door swung open, inviting the new day. Chapter 3, The Grand Opening As David entered Harper's Corner that crisp morning, the air was thick with anticipation and nervous energy. He had barely flicked on the lights when Mia arrived, her face alight with excitement and apprehension. They exchanged a look that needed no words. They were ready, or at least as prepared as they could ever be. The rest of the team trickled in, each bringing jitters and hopes. David gathered them for a quick pep talk, emphasizing teamwork and customer service. Today, we show the neighborhood who we are, he said, his voice steady despite the butterflies in his stomach. They made their final preparations as the clock inched towards the opening hour. Mia checked the cash registers, Jake arranged the last of the snack displays, Sarah stocked the fridge with cold drinks, and Carlos reviewed the inventory list one last time. David, meanwhile, positioned himself by the door, ready to welcome their first customers. When they flipped the open sign, people began to trickle in, drawn by curiosity and the local buzz. The first customers were greeted with warm smiles and an eagerness to assist. David felt pride as he watched his team spring into action, their earlier training kicking in. The morning rush brought in a variety of customers, parents with children on their way to school, office workers grabbing a quick breakfast, and elderly residents curious about the new neighborhood store. Each interaction was a learning experience, a dance of offer and response, as they navigated the nuances of retail service. However, it wasn't long before the team faced their first hurdles. The deli counter's slicer malfunctioned midway through a rush of sandwich orders, causing a minor backlog. David jumped in to help, his hands working swiftly to keep up with the orders, while Mia worked the phone, trying to get a technician out as soon as possible. Then, there was the coffee machine incident. Offering freshly brewed coffee to the neighborhood had been a highlight of David's plan. But amid the morning rush, it sputtered and wheezed, refusing to cooperate. With his tech-savvy skills, Jake managed to troubleshoot the problem, but not before a line had formed, filled with caffeine-deprived customers whose patience was wearing thin. Through it all, David and his team hustled and improvised. They offered apologies and free pastries to those waiting for their coffee, and David found himself making sandwiches alongside Mia at the deli counter. The chaos was overwhelming, yet there was an underlying thrill, a sense of camaraderie that bound the team together. 
Lunchtime brought a new wave of customers and with it, new challenges. A delivery mistake left them short of bread, a vital ingredient for their sandwich menu. While Carlos and Sarah quickly set up a makeshift solution, offering wraps and salads instead, David dashed to a nearby bakery, striking a last-minute deal for an emergency bread supply. Amidst the frenzy, David noticed the moments that made it all worthwhile. A child's delighted grin at a cookie, an elderly couple's appreciation for Mia's patient assistance, and a busy mom's grateful nod for the quick service. These brief yet meaningful interactions were what David had envisioned when he dreamt of running his own store. As the afternoon sun began to dip, the pace finally slowed, allowing the team a moment to breathe. They shared a quick, exhausted huddle, exchanging stories of the day's triumphs and mishaps. Despite the exhaustion, there was a sense of achievement, a feeling that they had survived their first real test. But the day wasn't over yet. As they prepared for the evening crowd, David knew each hour brought new opportunities and challenges. The grand opening was far from over, and Harper's Corner still had much to show its neighborhood. Chapter 4, Trial by Fire As the shadows lengthened outside Harper's Corner, the team braced themselves for the evening rush. The grand opening day had already thrown myriad challenges their way, but David knew that the real test of their mettle was just beginning. The evening crowd brought a different energy. Office workers stopping by for a quick dinner, teenagers congregating around the snack aisles, and late-night shoppers meandering through the store. The steady stream of customers kept the team on their toes, each member moving with a sense of purpose honed by the day's earlier trials. However, the actual trial by fire was yet to come. Midway through the evening, David heard a commotion near the deli counter as he was restocking shelves. Rushing over, he found the deli cooler malfunctioning, its temperature rising alarmingly. The risk of spoiling the fresh meats and cheeses was a potential disaster. David's mind raced. Wasting no time, he delegated tasks, Mia managed the counter, redirecting orders to other options, while Carlos helped to quickly move the perishable items into the backup storage coolers. David, meanwhile, was on the phone with the equipment supplier, insisting on an emergency service call. While they saved most deli stock, the cooler breakdown was a significant blow. It limited their offerings and added an unexpected expense to the already stretched budget. David felt the weight of each decision, the constant balancing act of solving immediate problems while keeping an eye on the long-term viability of the store. The challenges didn't end there. Later in the evening, a supply shortfall hit them hard. They had underestimated the demand for certain popular items, leading to empty shelves and disappointed customers. David took note of these gaps and is already formulating a plan to adjust their inventory management. Throughout these trials, David's leadership was put to the test. He shifted from hands-on problem-solving to providing moral support to his team. The day's stress was taking its toll on everyone, and David knew that keeping the team motivated was crucial. Mia proved to be a rock during these moments, her experience and calm demeanor helping to steady the newer staff members. Her ability to foresee issues and act proactively was invaluable, something David grew to rely on as the day progressed. As they neared closing time, David took a moment to step outside, taking in the cool night air. The constant hum of the city around him starkly contrasted with the chaos that had unfolded inside the store. There was a baptism by fire, a harsh introduction to the realities of running a retail business. But amidst the challenges, there were moments of success, the satisfied customers, the problems solved, the team coming together under pressure. These moments reminded David why he had embarked on this journey. As he locked up the store that night, exhaustion was etched on his face, but so was a sense of accomplishment. They had made it through the grand opening, but David knew the journey had just begun. 
Harper's Corner was his dream made real, and he was determined to see it thrive, no matter the challenges ahead. Chapter 5, Fraying Edges The days following the grand opening of Harper's Corner were a whirlwind of activity, each bringing new challenges and lessons for David and his team. The initial excitement of the opening day had given way to the daily grind of running a retail business, and with it came new personal and professional strains. David spent long hours at the store, often being the first to arrive and the last to leave. The demands of managing inventory, handling supplier relationships, and keeping up with the daily operations left little time for anything else. His personal life began to take a backseat, with missed family dinners and shortened weekends becoming the norm. Maintaining a work-life balance was more challenging than he had anticipated. In addition to the personal strains, cracks emerged within the team dynamics. The stress of the demanding work environment started to affect everyone, and minor disagreements became more frequent. But the emerging conflict with one employee, in particular, tested David's resolve. Tom, a new hire, had initially seemed like a promising addition to the team with his confident demeanor and quick learning. However, as the days passed, his overconfidence turned into disregarding David's instructions and store policies. His casual attitude towards customer service and tendency to ignore protocols began to cause friction within the team. The situation came to a head one busy afternoon when Tom openly challenged David's decision regarding a product display, arguing for a more eye-catching but less practical arrangement. The disagreement, in full view of the team, questioned David's authority and disrupted the workflow, creating tension among the staff. David knew he had to address the issue, Balancing the need to maintain authority with the desire to foster a positive work environment was delicate. After the store closed that day, he pulled Tom aside for a private conversation. It was a moment for David to assert his leadership yet do so in a way that encouraged growth and learning. The conversation was tense but necessary. David laid out his expectations clearly, emphasizing the importance of teamwork and adherence to store policies. Tom's response was initially defensive, but as David explained the reasoning behind his decisions, there was a begrudging acknowledgement of his points. While resolved for the moment, this conflict was a sobering reminder to David of the complexities of managing a team. It was not just about making the right business decisions. It was about guiding people with unique personalities and challenges. As David navigated these personal and professional challenges, he realized the importance of finding balance. The store, though his dream, was only one part of his life. He started to delegate more responsibilities, trusting his team, notably Mia, to handle certain aspects of the store's operations. This helped reduce his workload and empowered his staff, giving them a sense of ownership and responsibility. However, the journey to achieving balance was fraught with obstacles. The store demanded much of his time and energy, and the constant need to adapt and manage crises left little room for reflection. Each day brought a new set of challenges and a new set of decisions to be made. David found himself constantly learning, growing, and adapting as a business owner, leader, and individual. The initial fraying edges began to strengthen as Harper's Corner settled into its rhythm. Having faced and overcome early conflicts, the team started to gel, finding their stride in the day-to-day -day operations. David, too, found a better rhythm, balancing the demands of the store with his personal life. But the journey was far from over. The retail world was unpredictable and new challenges lay on the horizon. Chapter 7, Lights Out The steady hum of life at Harper's Corner was interrupted by an unexpected and daunting challenge one evening. It was a typical busy evening with customers weaving through the aisles, the deli counter in full swing, and the familiar chime of the cash register in the background. 
Suddenly, without warning, the store plunged into darkness. A power outage, abrupt and complete, enveloped the store in an eerie silence. David's heart sank. A power outage was more than just an inconvenience. It threatened the store's operations, the customer's safety, and the preservation of perishable goods. He knew immediate action was needed. The first few moments were filled with confusion. Customers murmured in surprise, the darkness disorienting. David's leadership skills were tested as he quickly rallied his team. Everyone, stay calm, he called out, his voice steady in the dark. Mia, please use the flashlight to guide the customers to the front. Sarah, Jake, assist anyone who needs help. Carlos, let's secure the back and check the storage coolers. The team sprang into action, their earlier training in emergency procedures guiding them. With her ever-present calm, Mia directed customers with a flashlight, her voice reassuring in the dark. Sarah and Jake moved among the aisles, helping customers gather their belongings and guiding them safely to the front of the store. David and Carlos headed to the back, where the storage coolers were at risk of losing their cooling capabilities. Their first task was to minimize the opening of the coolers to preserve the cold air inside. David's mind raced through the inventory, calculating the potential losses if the power outage lasted more than a few hours. Meanwhile, David attempted to contact the power company, only to discover that the outage was widespread, affecting much of the neighborhood. With no clear timeline for the power restoration, David realized they needed a contingency plan. Amid the chaos, the subplot involving a lady in blue took an unexpected turn. She approached David, offering her help. I have some contacts at the local community center, she said, her voice calm in the crisis. They might be able to provide temporary storage for your perishables. Grateful for her offer, David quickly coordinated with her, setting up a plan to transport the most critical items to the community center's refrigerated storage. Carlos and Jake prepared to move the perishables, working swiftly to minimize the time the coolers were open. As the team worked together to mitigate the crisis, David was struck by the unity and purpose that enveloped them. The power outage, while a significant challenge, had brought out the best in his team. Their individual strengths shone through in the darkness, each person contributing to the collective effort. After ensuring the customers had safely left and the perishables were secured, David and his team gathered in the dim glow of the emergency lights. The store was quiet, a stark contrast to its usual lively atmosphere. David looked at his team, their faces illuminated by the soft light, and felt a surge of pride. We've handled this as best as we could, he said, his voice filled with gratitude. I can't thank you all enough. Let's secure the store and head home. We'll regroup tomorrow and plan our next steps. As they locked up and left the darkened store, the weight of the day's events hung heavily on David. The power outage was a reminder of the unpredictability of running a business and the importance of being prepared for any eventuality. It was a test of his leadership and the team's resilience, a trial they had faced together. Chapter 8, Resilience The morning after the power outage, David arrived at Harper's Corner early, the events of the previous evening still fresh in his mind. The power had been restored overnight, but the challenge was far from over. Today was about recovery and resilience. As he unlocked the door, he was greeted by the sight of his team already gathered inside, their faces determined. The camaraderie that had emerged in the crisis had carried over, each member ready to tackle the day's challenges. David called for a quick meeting, gathering his team around the now-functioning deli counter. Yesterday was tough, he began, but we handled it with strength and teamwork. Today, we'll need to assess the damage, restock, and get back on track. I'm confident we can do this together. The first task was to assess the impact of the outage. 
Fortunately, their quick action the previous night had saved most of the perishable stock. However, there were still losses, and the team worked together to catalog and remove any spoiled items. David, seeing the disappointment on their faces, offered words of encouragement. This is a setback, but it's also a learning experience. We'll adapt and move forward, he said. Next came restocking and reorganizing the store. With the community center's help, they retrieved the saved perishables, and David placed emergency orders with suppliers to replace the lost stock. The team worked tirelessly, shelving new products and rearranging displays disrupted by the outage. As they worked, David's leadership style evolved. He found himself delegating more, trusting in his team's abilities. He worked alongside them, not just as a boss, but as a part of the team. His relationship with the staff was strengthened and marked by mutual respect and collaboration. Mia, ever the pillar of support, coordinated much of the recovery efforts, her experience shining through in these trying times. The incident with Tom, the problematic employee, had also taken a positive turn. The crisis gave him a new perspective, making his attitude more cooperative and team-oriented. The subplot involving Sarah and Jake also played a role in the day's efforts. Their budding relationship had brought positive energy to the team, and their enthusiasm was infectious. Even the lady in blue appeared, her quiet support and encouragement adding to the store's sense of community. By the end of the day, Harper's Corner had bounced back. The shelves were restocked, the equipment was running smoothly, and the store had regained its lively atmosphere. The team gathered briefly, looking around at their collective effort. The sense of accomplishment was palpable. David thanked his team, his pride in their resilience evident in his voice. Today showed what we're capable of when we work together. We've not only recovered from a crisis, but we've come out stronger. David reflected on the day's events as they closed the store that evening. The power outage had been a significant challenge, but it had also been an opportunity for growth. He had seen his team come together, overcoming obstacles with determination and teamwork. He had also seen his leadership growth, learning to balance guidance with trust, authority, and empathy. Harper's Corner was more than a store. It was a testament to a team's resilience and a community's strength. David knew there would be more challenges ahead, but he also knew that they were ready to face them together. Chapter 9, Lessons Learned in the quiet moments after closing Harper's Corner for the night, David lingered in the store, lost in reflection. The journey from the grand opening to overcoming the power outage had been a roller coaster of emotions and challenges. Each event had been a lesson, a building block in his understanding of retail management and leadership. He strolled through the aisles, his gaze lingering on the neatly stocked shelves and the now silent deli counter. These were more than just fixtures in a store. They were symbols of his team's hard work, dedication, and resilience. The experiences of the past weeks had transformed Harper's Corner from a mere business venture into a community cornerstone. David's thoughts turned to the lessons he had learned. The opening day had been an eye-opener to the realities of retail, the unpredictable nature of customer demands, the importance of attention to detail, and the need for quick problem-solving. The power outage, a crisis that could have been a breaking point, had instead become a testament to the strength and unity of his team. It highlighted the critical role of teamwork in navigating challenges. The incident with Tom, the problematic employee, had been a lesson in leadership. David realized the importance of clear communication, setting expectations, and being firm yet fair. It was a delicate balance between maintaining authority and nurturing a positive work environment. Tom's turnaround and attitude was a victory not just for store operations, but for David's approach to managing people. The unfolded subplots, the mysterious lady in blue, and the romance between Sarah and Jake had added depth to the store's narrative. 
They emphasize the human element of business, the personal stories that intertwine with daily commerce. These experiences enrich the store's atmosphere, creating a sense of belonging and community. David also reflected on his personal growth. He had ventured into this business seeking fulfillment beyond the corporate world and found it, though not in the ways he had expected. The challenges had pushed him out of his comfort zone, forcing him to evolve, learn, and adapt. He had discovered strengths he didn't know he had and weaknesses he needed to address. As he turned off the lights, leaving the store in darkness, David felt a sense of contentment. Harper's Corner was more than a business, it was a learning experience, a place where personal and professional growth went hand in hand. As he locked the door behind him, he knew the journey was far from over. There would be more challenges and more lessons to learn. But he also knew that he and his team were prepared for whatever lay ahead. They had proven their resilience and their ability to adapt and overcome. Harper's Corner was ready for the future, and so was David. Chapter 10, New Beginnings Several months had passed since the power outage, and Harper's Corner had not just recovered but was now thriving. The store had become a beloved part of the neighborhood, where regulars were greeted by name and new customers were welcomed with warm smiles. As David walked through the store, he couldn't help but feel a deep sense of pride and accomplishment. The team had grown into a tight-knit group, their earlier trials forging strong bonds between them. Mia continued to be an invaluable asset, her leadership skills complementing David's vision for the store. Sarah and Jake's relationship had flourished, bringing a cheerful and loving energy to the store. Even Tom had become a reliable and respected team member, his earlier defiance transformed into a committed work ethic. The subplot involving the lady in blue had reached a heartwarming resolution. Her identity had been revealed as Mrs. Alina Gray, a retired school teacher and widow who found comfort and community in the little store. Her daily visits had become a cherished part of the store's routine, her stories and wisdom enriching the lives of David and his team. David's journey of self-discovery and growth had been remarkable. He had learned the intricacies of retail management, the nuances of leading a diverse team, and the importance of balancing work with personal life. He had transformed from a corporate executive to a community leader, his store a testament to his hard work and dedication. Harper's Corner had evolved into more than a convenience store. It hosted local art on its walls, supported community events, and even started a small book exchange corner, encouraged by Mrs. Gray. The store had become a hub of activity where people came to shop and connect. As David prepared to close the store one evening, he took a moment to reflect on the journey. The challenges he had faced, the lessons learned, and the relationships built had all contributed to the store's success. He realized that Harper's Corner was not just his dream, it was a living, evolving part of the community, a place that brought people together. The final scene of the day was a testament to this. The team gathered for a small celebration, marking the store's six-month anniversary. Laughter and chatter filled the air, stories of the early days mingling with plans for the future. David raised a toast to the team, the community, and the future adventures of Harper's Corner. As the team dispersed, David locked up the store, feeling contentment settling over him. He looked forward to the future, to the store's continued growth and the adventures ahead. Harper's Corner was more than a business, it was a part of his life, a journey of growth, community, and new beginnings. The end. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Arrive from the Sea Store Center. I hope you enjoyed this short story. If you find it entertaining or relatable, please share the podcast with anyone who might benefit from the content. Also, please rate this episode and let me know if you prefer it so that I may continue with this format. Again, I'm Mike Hernandez. Goodbye and see you in the next episode. Arrive from Sea Store Center is a Sink or Swim production.